welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast Woo! where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your hosts, us! It's us! <laughs> Sorry, I cheered during your intro. I just got so excited. <laughs> it's Ariel and Raylene! Yo! Woo-hoo! And Ruben. We And Ruben. And Simon, Raylene's cat. <laughs> yeah, just wait. I'm sure he'll scream at least once. He just woke up from a nap, so. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot to say. He do. We are so excited about this episode. Yeah. I don't think we've been excited about an episode this much since the last time we did this. This is a year my ago. favorite thing to do, honestly. The wrap up <laughs> gets me so hyped. There's just so much fun stuff to talk about. And it's like you forget what happened in January. You and then do. suddenly you have to look back and it's all like, wow, it's there again it's in my true. head. It's ex- it's so true. So as Raylene just said, we are doing our twenty twenty one wrap up. Our reading wrap up. I can't believe we're. I'm. I simultaneously can't believe, and I'm also so glad we are at the end of 2021. <laughs> right? It has somehow been perhaps even worse than 2020. <laughs> it's so in a true. lot of ways. There have in been so many natural disasters in BC. Like it was on fire. There have been floods. There's been smoke everywhere. It's now ice rain. That's currently happening. So that's another fun addition to my life. Where are the locusts? Am I right? I know. that's. We've all been making that same joke. We're like, it's going to happen. Sorry that you just had to hear that joke again. I'm sorry about that. No, it makes a lot of sense. Um, Yeah. I think think one of the reasons why 2021 felt really hard for me, and I think is probably what a a lot of people have felt as well, is that for some reason, we all had this beautiful dream that the second 2021 hit, yeah. it would all be good again. Life would know, be normal right? again. And we all had to slowly over the year, like, accept that nothing was changing. Like, no. we all just had... And so that kind of was very miserable. Yeah, it was kind of... Very a, obviously, it was not as shocking a year as 2020, but it was more of a, a sad, slow yeah. misery. Yeah, because now it's like... I feel like nobody has hope at this point. It's like, oh, yes. it's not going to be next year. Nothing's going to get better next year. Not probably the year after that either. Oh, like it's going to be years nope. and years before anything feels quote unquote normal again, if it ever I does. Know. I know. So anyway, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> let's just end the episode here. We may as well just be sad. See you guys next year. <laughs> That's it. Um, well, one thing that was good this year was our reading. Right, Raylene? Our yeah. reading was a Yeah, I light. think so. I didn't read like as many books as last year, but I think I read better than I did oh, last year, if that makes I'm sense. I'm so excited to get into yeah. all of these statistics. So if you didn't join us last year, we started our podcast in October of 2019, right? Yes. Yes. yes and then at the month. end of that year, I don't think we did any sort of real wrap up. Probably thingy. not because it was too early. We had yeah, just started. Yeah, we were only, we'd only been doing it for like two months. Yeah. Um, but so then last year we like properly did a big wrap up and we were like, we're going to create all these categories and we're going to go through them. So that's mm-hmm. what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be covering our top books of already i'm getting excited right now. <laughs> it's like i don't even know what yours are gonna be because i can't remember what you read well it's it's super fun because like i'm excited to tell you mine but i'm also really excited to hear about yours yeah Do you know what i mean oh, like 100%. i'm like so i'm like i keep thinking to myself what do, what what are raylene's gonna be you know mm-hmm. um i just went in back and looked while i was talking there i just scrolled back we did not do a summary or anything um 
in our first year, which makes sense because we'd it only been doing it for sense. a month and a half. We but anyways, fresh. okay. So we're going to do our top books, our best rereads, our mashed potato books, ones we've conquered, ones we've created. <laughs> Raylene is uh, going to talk to us about cat books, a segment yep. I'm particularly looking forward to because, <laughs> guys, I went back. We both did. Um, but just yesterday, I went back and re-listened to our episodes from last year. Yeah. And Raylene made some interesting <laughs> promises about cat books. Um, I'm then, don't worry, Raylene, you're not the only one sitting in some shame. I'm then going to talk about all the books I started and didn't finish. <laughs> that is my favorite segment, I think. I'm really intrigued. It's like, will it be five books? Will it be 20? Who knows? <laughs> Um, we're going to talk about our favorite book covers of the year. If we have a new favorite authors, we're also going to do a little segment on favorite movies and shows. Cause that always feels important to talk yeah. about. Um, a little segment on book memory. So this is just like going through the year and being like, were there any interesting book moments we want to highlight? And then finally, and maybe most excitingly, <laughs> we're going to go through our book statistics with you guys so <laughs> that is the most exciting i yeah. agree <laughs> we've mentioned previously on the podcast kind of littered throughout the podcast we've mentioned that we both have spreadsheets that we use to track all of these different figures about our reading life mm -hmm. so we're going to tell you some interesting stats about what we read and yep it's going to be so much fun so oh, yeah <laughs> obviously you guys we have so much to get through <laughs> That was a Yikes. long list. It took three minutes just to explain what it we're going to be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so we better get started. Raylene, I am so excited to ask you what your favorite books of the year oh my were. God. Now, obviously, it's a I little bit not of a this. surprise because I've been here while you've read them. But it's true. I, but I'm still we all like, forgot. I forgot yeah, we all forget. I read. We it's all crazy. Forget. Exactly. So, it was really hard. I mean, I still haven't fully decided which book is my like number one, but I'll get my get my way there and then you'll see. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So favorite books of the year. We've got The Queen's Gambit by Walter oh, Tevis. I so read that cool. weirdly enough, like right near the beginning of the year. It was like the fourth mm -hmm. book I read this year Wow! And because I had loved the show so much and was like, you know what? I'm just going to read this. So I yeah, yeah, yeah. listened to the audiobook and it was, oh, it was so good. So, wow. so good. So that's one that definitely sticks in my mind as being a top favorite. I also read Interior Chinatown this year. Oh my God. Yes. You love. And that. I loved that book. <laughs> that book was so good. And yes. it just like caught me off guard because it was just so different from anything mm. I'd ever read. And mm -hmm. I love that. Anyways, fantastic. I think I also read that one like in May. Like it's been ages since I read that. I remember because we it was when we were talking with A.S. King remember because she, she like right <gasps> afterwards she right. also loved it <laughs> that is right oh my goodness okay another one that i read was five little indians which is by michelle yes. good my god yes that book was it shook you so it did shake me it was a really mm -hmm. really fantastic book um so that's three <clears throat> i have three more to mention <laughs> one of them is actually a series that i wanted to give an honorable honorable mention because it was so good and it's manga and i haven't talked about it tons, but that's Goodnight Pun Pun. Oh, uh, yes, yes. I read the entire series this year. I reread the first volume and then read through the rest of the series. And my God, that series just like took me on a journey. It's it's the <laughs> most like incredibly strange 
manga series I've ever read. And like mm. so much of it is very surreal and you're like, what is even happening? Because mm-hmm. like just for people who don't know, it's about this young boy named Pun Pun. Um, and he has a kind of a rough home life. His parents are always fighting and he's just kind of lonely. But he and his family are presented as like these little birds. Like mm-hmm. they're all normal people. But for whatever reason, <laughs> the way that they're presented in the manga is as these little birds, little chickens almost. And throughout the series, <laughs> Pun Pun's face will like change into different things. And anyways, it's the whole thing. But it's like, it's hard to understand while you're reading it. But it was like, wow, so good. So I really, really love that. Um, but the last couple of books, getting up to number one. These ones are almost tied for first, but I'll say one of them first just because I can't decide. Mm. Crying in H Mart by Michelle Zahn. <gasps> So many of these are like, I'm jealous that I didn't read them. I, I know. But I know. <laughs> I didn't. So I think Crying in H Mart is like either tied for first with this last book I'm going to say, or it's like very, very close behind it because I loved it so, so much. But mm. my number one that I'm going to go with, which you probably know now, question mark, is Wild by Cheryl Strayed. Oh, I'm, I love that. Thanks. <laughs> I love I that. Love that. Wild I love that. so much. Oh. <sighs> And it's, yeah, it's kind I of mean, funny, though, because I feel like my two favorite books of the year were memoirs, which is kind of unusual for me. That's a Which hint, is kind of it? telling me something here. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I need to hit up more memoirs. Um, so I could always use more recommendations for memoirs because mm. I only have a couple on my shelves. Uh, I feel like I'm very picky. It needs to have like a very solid narrative to it, I guess. Mm. Like it needs to have like something going on, a good story of for course. me to enjoy it. So. I won't take just any old memoir, but those two were <laughs> phenomenal, and I highly, highly recommend them. I love so that. My, I love that list. Six. That's my top six. So before I do my top five, and we'll find out in a second, it's actually top four. When I do my top <laughs> books, I before I do that, I wanted to mention two things I realized while you were talking. Number hmm. one, listeners might be wondering. Are they going to talk about their reading resolutions? How did that hardcover ah, yes. challenge go? That's going to be in one of our next episodes. So at the be- the first episode of 2022 will be all about our resolutions. We'll yep. talk about how our 2021 resolutions went and what our resolutions for 2022 are. So look forward to that. And yes. we'll talk about also, did we read the books we were anticipating reading? Stuff <laughs> like that. Can't wait to hear uh, about that. <laughs> 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 the second thing I wanted to mention is Raylene. I forgot to ask you right off the bat. Yeah. How many books did you read this year? And how do you feel about that number? Because I ask that second question. It's almost more important than the first question. Because yeah. you could have a, a, a year where you quote unquote only read 10 books. But it was like the best reading year of your life. Because they were like the 10 best books you've ever read. Right. Like mm-hmm. number doesn't necessarily mean quality. So. Right. Yeah. I'd love to hear how you feel about that. Oh, that's a a big question. Okay, so (laughs) as of a few days ago, I hit a very nice number in my reading for the year. Is it 100? It is 100. Oh, (laughs) I read 100 books. I wish I had like an alarm I could set. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I read 100 books. Like I just scraped by reading 100, which for like it sounds like a lot and it is a lot. Um, But for the past few years, I've usually read like around 120 130 yeah. i've read a lot of manga and a lot of graphic novels this year i didn't read quite as many i definitely did read a bunch like i think i read maybe 15 or so graphic novels and manga but last year i read like 60 so it was my number was inflated right, right. because those are quick and easy to read but 
so 100 feels good because I read mostly yes. novels and a few memoirs and whatnot. Um, however, I do feel like I kind of got off track along the way. Like sometimes, do you, I don't know if you, I don't know if you have the same feeling as I do, where like sometimes I'll just listen to audiobooks just because they're short or just because I yes. like found them and they yes. happen to be available at I the library. But they're sure, not necessarily yeah. a book that I've been like wanting to read for a long time. Yeah. It's just kind of a random pick. And I feel like that's where I like let myself down a little bit where it's like, mm. I should have just read the books that I've been dying to read for a long time. Like there are books that I mentioned in our, la like our, at the beginning of the year that I wanted to read and I somehow didn't read them even though I mm. desperately want to. And it's just like, what what happened, man? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I did conquer many mashed potato books. And As we'll I did get to, yes. exactly. I'll talk about it later, but I did read a lot of books that I really wanted to. So I feel like it's like kind of like a 50-50. I feel really good okay, about like okay. half of my reading and I feel like iffy about the other half, but <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it is what it is. This this always happens. And we don't know, we'll see what happens in the new year, but that's usually how my reading goes. Okay, well, I'm glad I asked because that's actually a very interesting answer. Yeah. Um, I will answer that as well. So as of the recording of this podcast on December 22nd, mm. <laughs> I have read 28 books this year. Hey, that's not too bad. It's not too bad, but I'm going to tell you what, it's not <laughs> too good either. Uh -oh. Let's hear it. <laughs> For me, maybe somebody is listening to this and they read five books and that was way more than they usually read. I'm proud of you. Okay. We're talking about our numbers. Everyone's numbers are different. I mean, clearly mm. I'm comparing 29 to your 100. Yeah. So clearly <laughs> all scales are different. different vibes. Right? So... Okay, here's my situation, really. Mm -hmm. Many years ago when we were teens, I would read 50 books a year. Yeah. And that was my average. It was always like 52, 54, 53. And I loved that number. I felt really good about that because obviously it equates to about a book a week. Yeah. And I feel like that's really, that's a lovely, productive number for me. Then I like got into my undergrad and I got into my master's and I was traveling a lot and I just wasn't reading as much and so I was hitting like tw the low 20s like 25 26 23 mm -hmm. and I hated that because it was like half it was half of what yeah, I usually read right so I don't hate myself I don't want to like cry about <laughs> I don't want to cry but, <laughs> but like you know I was always like I gotta get back on track I gotta get back on track so in 2020 I read so much in 2020. I read 45 books. Whoa. So for me, that was like, I'm doing it. I'm mm -hmm. getting back to this. And it wasn't also, it wasn't like, it was all graphic novels, which again, <laughs> I keep caveating myself, but like <laughs> that would have been fine. But what I mean is like, I also read a lot of novels and like nonfiction and cool yeah, books like that, that I really want to. Yeah, things that take more time that you have yeah. to like So I like to. properly committed to reading last year. And I was like, I'm back, baby. And so for me to go back down to 28, mm -hmm. I'm just like, I thought, I thought I was out of the 20s. <laughs> I don't, don't want to be yet, in here baby. anymore. <laughs> so it's a little disappointing for me. I think I feel this very similar to you. And it's actually really funny because I felt like I started out pretty strong at the beginning of the year. I was mm -hmm. reading like three to four books a month. And it's really funny because in my chart, 
the uh, January to March is perfectly graphed in my yeah. spreadsheet. And then, and then, then after that, I just stopped kind of tracking <laughs> stuff. I yeah. wasn't putting in dates. I was like not putting in the author. Like the stats started to get pretty sketchy. So obviously I just wasn't fitting it into my schedule right. And like mm-hmm. anyone listening, you're probably thinking, Ariel, you literally bought a house and are, have spent your whole year renovating it. And it's like, yeah, you're right. Like. I, it's not that I haven't done anything. Yeah, There's other exactly. stuff I've You've been, been doing with that time. But now that a lot of the house is renovated, not a lot of it, but like some of it, like my office and my and the living room and my bedroom at least, I have places where I can read. So I'm really hoping 2022 I can pull it back, Raylene. Um, I believe in you. Because, yeah, you have a lot thanks, of good ma'am. spaces that you can hang out in now. When you first moved in, it was kind of like, wow, scary. Yeah, You've got so much no, to do and, like, no place that's, like, <laughs> yeah. comfortable and cozy. Yeah, exactly. Whereas now, I've been in your house and it has a lot of cozy spaces. <laughs> it's got so. some cozy areas. Yeah, yeah your couch. True. Ooh, your couch. The <laughs> green couch in your living room. Mm, it's good it's stuff. It's a pretty iconic mm-hmm. couch. Um, all right, so let me jump into my top five books. Uh, I say top five, but apparently I mean top four because I had written down Kim Ji Young, born 1982, because oh. I was like, oh, yes, that was such a good book. It is. It's a great <laughs> book that I read last year. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I don't know why. I think I might have, I don't know why. I wrote it down in my spreadsheet for some reason that. No one knows. I, it would yeah. take an archaeologist, a digital archaeologist, <laughs> to figure that one out. Yeah, who knows? So, okay, turns out I'm deleting that from the record. Also, Raylene, I posted a video where I talked about my top books of the oh, year. No. That one's in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I prepare didn't for embarrassment. Until- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize until this podcast, but here we go. Okay, my top four books of the year. The Sound of a Wild Snail Eating by Elizabeth Tova Bailey. Yeah. This is one of those books that I just keep thinking about. Um, And so I really loved it at the time. And I think I probably, yeah, on my spreadsheet, I've given it a four stars. But it just made a bigger impact than I thought it would kind of at the time when I read it, if you know what I mean. I kept thinking about it. I kept recommending it. And I just sort of, I'm like, I definitely want to reread that someday. Like, that was a really interesting lovely book in my number three slot wild by cheryl Strayed. hell yeah yeah so i mean good. i completely agree with you it was so good like we've talked about on the podcast before it's it doesn't beat tiny beautiful things for no. me but it's still excellent like what are we talking about yeah it's excellent absolutely i loved her journey i love learning more about her i loved like following i'm gonna sound so i'm gonna sound like the back of the book but like i love following her on the physical and the emotional journey (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel like i we just love cheryl so much that i think that definitely colors my opinion of her books from like moving forward i just like i just love her and that's I cool. I just want her to thrive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to be happy. All the best for her. Number three for me is The Ghost in the House by Sarah O'Leary, which is really cool because yeah, it's like a late, yeah. a late um, add to the list. I just Very read that cool. in end of October because uh, it's a ghost book for Halloween times. Mm-hmm. And I adored it. I thought it was so interesting and really unique and really special and really made me think about some stuff I hadn't really thought about. Like... Mm-hmm. What if you are reborn as a ghost and you your husband has a new wife? Do you let him go? I don't know. Huh. It was beautiful. It was so cool. The number one spot. 
Oh my god. Everybody knows. It's Anne of Green Gables by Lucy <laughs> Maud Montgomery, which I finished and I just haven't no updated way. you a bit. No, no. Are you serious? No way. Oh, I, I, that makes me so happy. Finished it off screen, babies. That makes me um, happy for reasons that you can't even understand yet. Mm, Christmas mm. present reasons. Christmas maybe. present. Mm. <laughs> Oh god. That's awesome. I it's so funny when I think about my journey with this book because it was such it was it was like it was I don't know, I was like dancing around it for so long. I remember in 2013 including it in a video of books I wanted to read like that fall or something. Wow. And ever since I have wanted to read it, but I keep not reading it. And then mm-hmm. I watched the show and then I read the graphic novel and then it was like just read the effing book era yeah, honestly it's like you're <laughs> and guaranteed I finally to love did, it and somehow i loved it more than i thought i would love it i just love Anne so much that like it makes me want to cry when i think about those characters like genuinely makes me want to cry so wow i won't go on about it too much more here <laughs> because nobody needs that but <laughs> i absolutely love that series and i'm so excited to keep reading more by lucy Maud montgomery and more in that series like mm-hmm. i talked about that book as well in my video really that i posted on my channel and i got so many comments well so many it was probably like four but it felt like a lot of comments about (laughs) how people's favorite in the series is the third book oh and i was like whoa okay that's really interesting actually i can't remember which one that is anne of avonlea i think is that's number two Oh, okay. Maybe that's all that I was know. the one they were talking about. I don't know. I don't remember. But like, I was like, that's, that's really interesting that your favorite isn't the first book. Like, usually it I goes feel downhill like mine would people. be the first, but who knows? I know. So I'm so excited. I love that book. Goddamn. I'm God so happy that damn. you finished it. Like, I can't. It's funny that, like, why am I so happy? But like, you've been trying to read that book for so long and you've loved every moment of it, but you just kept not reading it. And I was like, Ariel, I, I don't understand. Don't you want to be happy? <laughs> it's funny because i have a friend who also loves she loves fantasy books so much like it's her number one favorite thing but she never reads fantasy she always finds an excuse to read something else and i'm like just read the damn fantasy the ultimate that's you with anne of green gables i'm like it's the mashed potato syndrome really that's true to the extreme it's like you know you know you're gonna love it you know you should read it and so you're scared of it you have fear in your heart yeah it's a whole Uh. thing it's a scientific process the mashed potato book no lie process (laughs) well we should probably move on since we have 18 categories to talk about jesus christ let's go um our best rereads so this is a really interesting category because we talk a lot on the podcast about how we really love rereading books Mm -hmm. and how that's really important to us i went through my books to pick i only reread one book well what was it memoirs of a teenage amnesiac it was the first, was the first book, book I read <laughs> in 2021. Yeah, I, that you pre- I was thinking about me. that recently. I was like, what book did I pick? Did she read it? I can't remember. You, Yeah, you picked it for me. I yeah. read it. I did my first ever Patreon reading vlog right. for it. And then I didn't reread another book this That's whole hilarious. year. Wow. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, that I is a little like crazy. Wild. But at the same time, I read like maybe what like almost four times the amount of books that you did and i reread like maybe six books so That's i'm not really so that far ahead of you what in happened the grand to scheme us? of things i don't know what I, happened to us? I mean we'll get to it i really wanted to read a lot <laughs> reread a lot more books but it is what yeah it is. that's a that's a good teaser trailer for next episode because 
one of your goals was to reread 30 percent yeah you're reading to be reread i so won't tell you what we'll i actually did that. but i didn't do 30 percent. that's for sure so of the ones you did reread though did you have favorites um yeah so i reread like i said just a handful of books but um one or i guess the, i i I made a top three for myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i reread i'm the messenger by marcus zusak mm. i love it just as much as ever so so good Amazing. and more recently i reread golden boy by yes. abigail tartlin and once again just fantastic thank god fantastic <laughs> and yeah and the final one is the one that will forever be like number one of my rereads, I think, just because it hits so good every single time I read it. And that's The Great Gatsby. I, I read it mm. way early on in the year because I was recording our um, audiobook, or I guess yes. my audiobook. You did Animal Farm. But for our Patreon, I read the entirety of The Great Gatsby chapter by chapter. And it was Love so it. fun, one, to read it aloud, but. It also just like brought the story alive in a different way for me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And it was just lovely. I love that book so much. So those are my best rereads. It was not our year of rereads. So no. Let's move swiftly no, no. on to <laughs> maybe what it was the year of. Yeah. Mashed potatoes. <gasps> yes. So to our dear listeners who maybe this is your first episode or it's your 18th episode and you still don't get what mashed potatoes are because it's <laughs> kind of complicated. Really? Do you want to explain our one-liner version of what the hell am I... It's impossible to explain in a line because it's so confusing, but... <laughs> I can do it in one line without explaining the mashed potato part of it. It's basically... Okay, yeah. A... Okay, here we go. Um, this is just off the cuff. <laughs> a book that you want to read so badly that you keep saving it for the right moment and somehow end up never reading it. Brilliant. There you go. Nailed it. That was a pretty good one-line, actually, really. Thank you. So we're going to be talking about ones we finally did read this mm-hmm. year and like have checked off our freaking list yep. and ones, God damn it, we didn't read again. <laughs> uh-huh. I've got a couple of those. <laughs> so yeah. How about you start us off? What are some of the ones that you are really proud to have finally conquered? Yes. Okay. So the first few I'm going to mention, I conquered within the first few months of the year, which was like classic beginning of the year that. new yeah. year's resolutions remember- like i'm thriving i'm doing, doing everything i'm supposed so to do money you were doing so many you yeah. were like on fire i, remember I went this. hard so at the beginning of the year i read kafka on the shore by haruki murakami which i had really been wanting to read mm. i read my year of rest and relaxation by otessa moshveg which i was like i have to read this soon otherwise what am i doing mm-hmm. um then i also read the second half of the mistborn series like the second trilogy of the mistborn series by Amazing. brandon sanderson which i've had for a long time like i've been yeah. meaning to read those for quite a while i think i read the original trilogy in like 2014 2015 (laughs) and then i just never read the rest i think some of them came out around that time so it wasn't that crazy but at the same time it's like five years (laughs) those have been kind of in the back of my head as something i wanted to read and then later on in the year in the summertime i read franny and zoe by jd salinger which has been kicking around for a while i read the glass hotel by emily st john mandel which to be right. fair, only came out in 2020, right? But I, yes, it, it had been one that you sent me an arc before it came out. Yep. I really wanted to read it before it came out, but then I didn't. And I waited Classic. like at least a year before I, was, I finally <laughs> dove in. So that did feel really good to finally get to, but it was like a shameful Classic. thing in my life. And then one of the really big ones was Wild by Cheryl Strayed. That's Such a book a that's obviously been on both yep. of our radars for years. Like yep. that book came out in what? 
2012, something like that, like a yeah. long time ago. A long, long time up, ago. Actually. And I've been seeing it everywhere forever. And I just never read it. And so finally reading it felt really, really good. However, I think the biggest mashed potato book that I conquered this year was oh. The Green Mile by Stephen King. <gasps> huge. Yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> huge. <laughs> but not only because like I've known about it for a long time, been wanting to read it for a long time, but I've read so many Stephen King books over the past yeah, like, two yeah, or three yeah, years. Yeah. And somehow I never read that one, which is one of his huge books. And also I watched the movie for the first time last year and loved it so much. And so I was convinced I was going to read the book right away, but then I didn't. Um, but I read it this past year, actually, while I was traveling to visit you. And while I was visiting you, I read it a little bit. So that's kind of nice. But yeah, those are all the ones that I conquered. Did What did you conquer? Did you conquer any this year? I can't remember. <laughs> what the hell did you conquer? <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> um, well, obviously, I back you on Wild. And I yes. just looked it up. It was published in 2012. Very well done. But the, the, what was really interesting about the three that I kind of really picked out were that they were all classics. Ooh. Anne of Green Emma. Gables. Yep. Emma. And A Hundred Years of Solitude. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And so it's interesting because two of those were book club books. Um, oh, but yeah. They were, yeah. They were books that I'd been meaning to read for a long time. I'd had both of those on my shelves for a really long time. Yeah. And actually, when I went back to listen to those episodes from last year yeah. one of my goals for this year and i literally do not remember saying this <laughs> don't no clue that i had said this but one of my goals for this year apparently was to read emma what and i i know i know and we just read i only read it because it was for the book club book so i was like oh okay cool i've been meaning to read that my whole life but no apparently i you specifically the, wanted to re- oh that I makes me so much happier that you read it i oh know but like i specifically wanted to read emma because i talked in the podcast about oh, how i think i know why i had read i've read four of the six austin so i'd like to read another one next year right. i felt like it was time and i thought emma would be a good next one so it's just funny that I, I don't... <laughs> you did it by accident. You know what? I feel like next, when we make goals for 2022, we should like write them down and put them on our wall or something so oh, we don't forget. Oh, I'm going to talk about that a lot in oh, our good. next... I have, I like a, I have strategies. Oh, thank really. goodness. Because I've done <laughs> a terrible they, job this they year. They did not go well. <laughs> <laughs> so, to be fair, some of thing, some things did happen. Some things did yeah. not, though, We as we will talk about. Yeah. All right. Now let's talk about ones we've created. Yeah. Are there any... Bo- mashed potato books that you're like mad jeez <laughs> i mean yeah i have a couple so i w- really meant to read the lord of the rings number two and three this year and somehow yeah, just you really didn't even did. look at them once like it didn't even cross my mind not. to read them yeah that's I, so interesting i don't know i just because i listened to the audiobook i think last year the year before for the first book and i loved the yeah. audiobook so i was like oh i'll do that again every time i was scrolling through audiobooks i was like eh, 22 hours that's a little bit too much i'll read something a little quicker and that's exactly what i was talking about earlier like instead of reading the book that i really really wanted to read i instead chose yes. to read like three or four random books yes. and i just like why do i do this so so I'm really mad at myself for that one. Um, I also really have been wanting to read A Gentleman in Moscow by Amor Tolls, yes, which is random, completely random. But it's just been like there in my mind as like a book that I really <laughs> want to read. I feel like I'm going to love it. And I just keep putting it off. And I have yeah. the same thing with Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrow. I remember when this book first came out, it got so much buzz. So many people were loving it. And so ever since then, I've really, really wanted to read it. And I don't know why. I just have, I think, I mean, I do know why. It's because I'm scared that I'm going to love it so much that 
It'll be oh. over, and then I won't be able to read it for the first time again. I just have a feeling I'm really going to love that Classic. book. Ooh, and then there was one more, and I think oh. you can probably share in this one. Okay. The Flat Share by Beth O'Leary. How do we keep not reading that book? <laughs> like, what's wrong with us? <laughs> you know, like, we keep wanting to. We keep putting it on polls for book clubs. We keep putting it on polls. It's the people that are letting us down. I know. We have to take it into our it. own hands. We have to just grip it by our hands and do it ourselves. Grip it. You should have seen how she acted gripping it in her hands. <laughs> Very dramatic tonight. That's um, another fun thing. We're recording this very like late at night for, for like yeah. unusually late for both of us. Usually we record in the mornings, but not today. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So what did I have? What did I write down here? Oh, okay. Wait, actually I wrote some notes from last year's episode. Oh, okay. Because okay. now that we're doing the mashed books, mashed potato section here, I've written down this, the, the following note. Oh my God. <clears throat> okay. Raylene said she would read the rest of the Lord of the Rings this ah. year. The Wind Up Bird Chronicles. Oh, shit. That's another big one for me. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Burn by Patrick Ness. Oops. And, <laughs> and The Poppy War. Oh, I read I that. You did read. Yes. I read that this year. Yeah. And then I said I would read, fuck, A Beautifully Foolish Endeavor. Uh-oh. Oh, God, I hate myself. <laughs> And Death in Her Hands. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, those are automatically mashed potato books because we really exactly. wanted to Exactly. So if you want to scroll back on that last year's episode to the minute 21 and 20 <laughs> seconds, Raylene says, we will forever shame ourselves if we don't read them <laughs> next year. Oh, God. What do we have to do? Oh, no. Every time we start the episode, instead of doing our usual intro, we'll just have to say, we are failures and we suck. <laughs> Shame. start the episode shame, shame. <laughs> oh oh I, I just thought of another one i was also oh, no. i really wanted to read a dance with dragons this year and i yes. didn't even look at it once like i didn't even just consider picking kidding. it up oh man <sighs> so shameful. i actually i don't i i'm sure i'm like 100 percent sure that there are some books this year that like i purchased and really meant to read that became yeah. mashed potato books for me i don't remember them the only two that like i can't literally can't get past are those same ones like a beautifully foolish endeavor yeah. and death in her hands feel like the biggest weights in my yeah the biggest stones i, see, in I my understand pockets. why <laughs> <laughs> those felt like books that you really needed to read especially because you I were know. i mean you had the same thing with death in her hands as i did with the glass hotel where it was like you had it yeah. before it came oh, out and you were like i'm gonna read it before it comes out no problem no problem and then, didn't and it, get then delayed it got coming delayed. out yeah yes <laughs> still I, it was given it. a second chance god opened up the heavens and said <laughs> one more time ariel and i said nah <laughs> nah that's all right <laughs> all right well the next section we want to talk about is raylene's cat books oh, so fun. this is really fun because kind of spontaneously last year you mm -hmm. started reading and collecting cat books was that what only last books? year wow that's crazy i think so yeah um what are cat books cat books are just books that have cats maybe on the cover maybe in the title maybe in the book who knows mm -hmm. just it's it's a very vague category reading. it doesn't always yes. make sense um at one point i was listening to the obviously i was listening to the episode and yeah. you, at one point you say um oh god what did you say you were like this is a really popular one in the cat book community <laughs> and i just, I just burst out laughing is there like such a, a thing i made that I up made on a, the spot you started it yeah i know it was so funny um 
but <laughs> here's my note. So last year I asked you very, oh, very no. politely. I was like, so I'd love to know, like, how did your experience of reading cat books go? Like, did you like it? What did you learn? And you're like, well, I only read eight. So you had read eight last year. Yeah. Eight cat books. That's you're like, good. I've only read eight. So I don't feel like I can make huge statements about it. And you specifically said that there were three books that once you had read these three books and that they were goals of yours for 2021, once yeah. you had read these, you felt like you would, you said, be able to have a more fully formed opinion on cat books. What does that even mean? And the oh, three books. talking out of my ass, honestly. <laughs> can, you, can you remember, can you guess what those three books would have been? Oh god. Okay, I think I know. I did look at your your note, so I oh I, yes, I saw yes. it once. But let me try to remember. Master and Margarita was one of yep. them. Yep. I am a cat. Yes. Because that is like it's a tome. It's so big. It's like this you see. Ginormous I think that's book. the one that you started saying is like the most important one in the yeah, cat book community. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. I think that's the one that started it all. Honestly, I remember seeing that book and being like, wait a minute, what is this cat book? The this third is cool. one is the guest cat. Ah, uh, yes. And that one's so short. I could have easily read that one this year. So did you read any of those three? Uh no. Um, interesting oh. question. I did not. <laughs> and because I, I forgot I had said that. I mean, that's one reason. I forgot that I made that goal for myself. <laughs> but also, like I said, I kind of let my reading get away from me a little bit this yeah. year. I read really random books. And like, the, the okay, this is embarrassing, but in my audiobook library, I often keep a few books just like downloaded just as a background thing where it's like, oh, if I ever run out of books to listen to, at least I have this downloaded. The right. Guest Cat was downloaded all year long. Oh, geez. Literally all Autumn. year. Don't worry, Raylene, we've all got him. We all have <laughs> so, those books where we're like, yeah, that'll be the next one. Uh, yeah, it'll be, some, it'll be next. Somehow oh. it's never. Yeah, oh, okay. so that didn't so, happen. But anyway. What cat books did you read this year, though? What well, are your thoughts on cat books in 2021? Okay, I read half the amount that I did last year. Okay, cool. Um, And it wasn't the best. But anyway, mm. so I read Kafka on the Shore is a cat book. Yep. Not only yep. because there's a cat on the cover on, in some covers, but like there's a character that can talk to cats. And so like cats are actually like a very present like thing yes. in the book. So that one felt like a very good cat book. Um, then I also read a book called Cats Cafe, which is by, who is that by? It's by Matt Tarpley. It's a comic mm. collection. And I didn't love that one, which is kind of like oh. a crazy opinion. Because if you look at Goodreads, it has a 4.42 average rating. So like people oh, love people love this. But to me, it was just like too. It was like saccharin. Like it was over the top sweet. Whoa! And really? I didn't. Everybody pause. Yeah. <laughs> that was an amazing word choice. Thank you. <laughs> Whoa! That was a two dollar word right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot of those, so make it four dollars. Very good. Four dollar. <laughs> Let's put a fiver on that one, please. <laughs> All right, please go on. Right, anyway, so <laughs> it was saccharine. It was just like, it was too much for me. And I was, okay. I don't know, I read it all in one night, like late at night. And it just oh, made me okay, mad. Okay. And I was like, oh, I don't it like this book. And it just made me mad. And then I think shortly after that, I read Herding Cats by Sarah Anderson, which is Sarah Scribbles. I don't know, people have probably heard of her. She has great comics. Um, she has a great Instagram account as well, but she has multiple books out now. And one of them is called Herding Cats. The book doesn't really have a lot to do with cats, but most of her, well, like a lot of her comics have cats in them so i feel okay. i feel good about calling this a cat book and it yeah. was fun it was lots of fun as all of her comics are they're just like lots of 
great things about like being an introvert and about loving cats and about <laughs> just being kind of weird and like being an artist online and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that one was really good. Not really like super cat-y, but anyway. And then I also read Bobcat and Other Stories. Oh, yes, yes, yes. One of the few short story collections I read this year. And that one is by... Hold on, let me find it. I always forget her name. Did you read Time Cat? Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> Where's Time Bobcat? Cat. Bobcat. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we'll Bobcat and Other Stories... <laughs> I don't want to talk about that right now. Um, Yeah, Bobcat and Other Stories by Rebecca Lee, which originally I had in my short story collection section of my bookshelves. And then I was like, wait a minute, cat book. Um, And it's really not a cat book, but it has a cat on the cover and cat in the title. So I included it. But it's a short story collection. One story has something to do with a bobcat, but like indirectly. Um, So it doesn't really have anything to do with cats, but I I enjoyed it. It wasn't the greatest short story collection, but I did enjoy it. Um, You um, brought up Time Cat. And that's interesting because I did try reading Time Cat. I think I mentioned this possibly in one episode or in our movie. Like, no, maybe it wasn't the movie. It was sometime. Sometime this year I mentioned it briefly, I think. But I I tried reading Time Cat and it was just too juvenile for me. I love having it on my shelf because it has a beautiful cover and it's just like a nice addition. But I just didn't feel like it was going anywhere. So I stopped reading it. Time Cat. I just love saying Time Cat. It'll it'll always have a place in my heart and on the podcast (laughs) apparently because it's your favorite thing to say. Time Cat. (laughs) So yeah, I read four quote unquote cat books this year. I'm hoping that i'll actually read more next year because once we i'll talk about this a lot in our goals episode but i have some pretty serious serious goals for next year okay i'm so excited for talking about goals that'll be fun it will be fun um okay well obviously i'm not going to chime into the cat situation Mm. because although i love cats i'm not reading cat books right now so who knows maybe in a couple of years i'll just be i'll realize how genius you are really and i'll be like how have i not read all these cat books my whole yeah or maybe you'll get really into dog books who knows (laughs) i doubt it okay (laughs) (laughs) that's just crazy let's not talk about that (laughs) calm down really you're you're acting crazy again i know (laughs) um what i am gonna talk about is books I started and didn't finish. Hell so... yeah. I'm so excited. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Okay. Here's the situation, ladies and gentlemen. You may have heard me throughout the entire year on all of our episodes <laughs> mention books that I'm reading and then I never follow up on them. <laughs> they never come back around for some reason. Now, there's a few reasons why that might happen. Reason number one is I might finish it and I just don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I've been <laughs> there. happened a couple of times. Um... But probably what's happened is I gave up on it. Um, And usually, though, again, it's so, so interesting for me, too, really. Like, I know that for you, it's weird because you don't do this at all. You, like, finish the books you start or you actively decide you're you're giving up on them. Yeah. Like, this is a DNF. Yeah. I when I was putting together this list, I was like, oh yeah, I was reading that. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot. Oh, that's like wild. I literally forget that I'm reading these books, or I put them down because I'm just like, okay, I'll get back to this after I read this other thing, and I just never get back to it. So, so interesting. You should start a stack every time you do that with a book. Just like put it true. in the same spot, and eventually it'll be tall. You're right. That's a very smart idea, actually. Uh, maybe a 2022 goal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I wrote down last year, I had 11 books that I had started okay. and hadn't finished, which 
That's okay. about what I expected, honestly. I was thinking this 12, year, so you're impressive. This year, I have nine. Oh, very good. Now, I feel like I'm missing one or two. So, <laughs> but you're, I mean, effectively, we're every year, apparently, I give up on 10 books, but here they are. Oh God! Some of these are gonna hurt. Please don't get mad at me. Okay, okay. we're starting off with a, with no judgment. My eyes here. are closed. I can't see you right now. I can't judge you. I love. I know. <laughs> you should. I wish everyone had seen that. I was like, no judgment. Really, closed her eyes. Like Zen <laughs> as the day she was born. She's like, there's no judgment here, Ariel, for this audio podcast. Goodbye, man. <laughs> okay, number one, Severance by Ling Ma. Oh, that one hurts. But anyway. <laughs> You said no judgment. I just know you're going to love that book. But anyway. Felicity by Mary Oliver. I did read two or three other Mary Olivers, though. so That's fine. No One Is Talking About This by Patricia Lockwood. Mm, That's okay. The Blue Castle by Lucy Maud Montgomery. Uh. The Alpine Path by Lucy Maud Montgomery. (sighs) Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) The Remarkable Journey of Coyote Sunrise (gasps) by the author. I did not write their name. Sorry. On a Sunbeam by Tilly Walden. Because you oh, told me to read it. And then I, I just got and stressed. You didn't listen. It's okay. We Rode Upon Sticks mm. by... Who's that by? Quan Berry. That was Quan a solid Berry. buddy read. Yeah. Oops. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is the other thing people don't know. Sometimes we start buddy reads and I just bail partway through. <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> happened like at least two or three times this year or uh or in the last few years okay and then um what this is not right i wrote down a small for the wild built that's not what it's called what's it called (laughs) wild built becky chambers remember a a psalm a psalm for Uh, the wild built by becky chambers yeah god damn it really there you go there's my list what can i tell you about those books they're all ones i started didn't finish them it kind of makes sense to me though because i feel like some of those like especially the two ellen montgomery it's like you got really into ellen montgomery and so you're kind of like let me just dip my toes into everything and so that makes sense to me but you also at the back of your head wanted to read out of green gables more so that kind of just makes sense to me the rest i can't explain but those (laughs) did make a lot of sense to me are there any that you're like planning to read next year or you're kind of not thinking about them at all? This is so funny. This is so funny. I don't know how to explain <laughs> this weird reading thing that I, know, I do. I just don't really get it. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain that. I want to read all of the books mm. on this list, except for maybe we wrote upon sticks because you didn't really like it. Yeah. And so I don't really know if I yeah. prioritize that one. But like, other than that, I genuinely want to read all of these books. Mm-hmm. Do I think I'm going to read them next year? Probably not. Uh, That's fair. That's good to I know do, that. I do think I want to read The Blue Castle and the Alpine Path next year because I'm thinking mm. about like how much Montgomery I want to read next year. It's ah. <laughs> <laughs> a big decision. <laughs> anyway that's my truth those are my truths i hope people enjoyed i love that you're willing to make that a whole like section on our wrap-up oh yeah that's brave it's just like you know what people read differently yeah and i think it's fun to lean into that so let's talk about our favorite (laughs) moving swiftly along let's talk (laughs) about our favorite book covers and these are based on the books we actually read this year because 
If not, I would have picked Orwell's Roses by Rebecca Solnit. Oh, but yeah. I didn't actually read that book. So this is just the books we've read. What are our favorite covers from those books? What All do you right. got? Let's hit it. So I've got The Halloween Tree by Ray Bradbury. Wow. We're and off this... to a ra- rough start. I don't even remember that cover. The yeah, I um, I don't own the book, so I can't even show it to anyone. But I posted, <laughs> I, there is one picture on our Instagram <laughs> of, you know, one of our classic, I don't own the book, but here's what the cover oh, looks like. this is the beautiful skull yes. thing. It is yeah, gorgeous. Cool. And while I didn't super duper love that book, I do love the cover. There's so many little details in the cover and it's just beautiful i love a beautifully illustrated cover that's really cool um next up i wanted to do an honorable mention for tokyo ueno station which is a book that we've got that one yeah i've got that one on my list it's just so striking and like it's beautiful the bold colors they really get me it's a very beautiful cover we did not enjoy the book but that is we completely uh, disliked that book that's fine (laughs) but we had fun reading it together and that's what counts um and then next up (laughs) is earthlings by Sayaka oh, Murata. That's the one yes, that'll hedgehog, hedgehog on the front. Aww. I just love it. It's so weird. And it doesn't fit the totally. book at all. And I think that's part of why I like it too, is having read the book, I'm like, what is this cover? This cover is crazy. Like it it relates to the book for sure, but it doesn't like give you a good idea of what you're in for. Um, yeah. But I really love it. It's, it's a weird striking cover. And then the last one I wanted to give a shout out to was the one of the first books I read this year as well, How to Pronounce Knife which is a short story collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's cool. And it has a very simple cover. It's just like pink with uh, a knife on it, I think, (laughs) or something like that. It is a knife, right? (laughs) I'm like, is it like a file? I don't know. I don't know what it is. No, is it a pencil? It is. It's a... No, that's not a pencil. Wait. It's a file. It's a nail file. It's a nail file. Interesting. it is a nail file. And I was like in my... I was just picturing it in my head and I was like, is it a knife? No, it's a nail file. But it's just like very stark. I love it. I've seen that cover a lot, and I never knew that that was a nail file. Yeah, I don't think I ever really, like, internalized it completely. I just knew that I liked what the cover looked like. Yeah, that's so funny. I thought it was a pencil. No No way, (laughs) man. What do we know? Um, Okay, the ones I picked were also Tokyo Uena Station, because it was the reason we got that book, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, It was a cover by situation. Uh, The second one for me was Wage Slaves by Daria Bogdanska. Oh, that one was good. Yeah, this was a graphic novel that I read, Wage Slaves. Um, And it was so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Such a cool cover. Mm -hmm. I love the weird, like, curvy font. Like, it's really, really beautiful book. I didn't end up liking the book that much. Like, I liked it. I think I gave it three stars. Um, It was like, yeah, okay. But the cover is beautiful. And then the third one is The Hole by Hiroko Oyomada. I wish I had read that book this year because I would have picked that cover too. Yes. Yes. The grass. Mm. I just love how like weird and simple it is. It's like the cover is just grass. It's It's so cool. It's so cool. And somehow it really does go with the book. I can't even explain that. Like I don't know how that works, but it (laughs) it totally does. That's awesome. Okay. That's fun. So we should move on quickly long because this is a podcast and people can't see what the hell we're talking That's about <laughs> gosh you're so right <laughs> so the next segment we're going to talk about i'm actually pretty excited about we didn't do this last year but basically on my youtube channel since 2012 i've done these yearly wrap-ups mm. where i talk about like all of the things we're talking about i don't do them anymore i do them with you and so ah, there's some of, I, I know that. so there's some of these segments that i don't get to do anymore on my channel yeah. so i wanted to sneak them into 100 so 
we're sneaking in two of these new me- uh, categories, Ooh. which are the favorite author and the book memories section. Nice. But let's talk about favorite authors. Did you ha- read any books this year or for any other reason have like new authors that are now in your like top list? I have two. And Amazing. both of them are like a little bit different, which is kind of fun. So oh, okay. the first one I want to mention is Sayaka Murata, which yes. I read Convenience Store Woman last year. Yeah, um, yeah. But then I read Earthlings this year. And as soon yeah. as I finished Earthlings, and I talked about this in my reading vlog that I did for Patreon, I was like, I am instantly so excited for anything oh. else she has coming. Yes. Like, yes. after having read two of her books, now I'm like, okay, it's official. Like, I love her. Because um, after just reading one book, you never really fully know, right? It's like, maybe yes. I won't like the next one. Like, in a recent episode, we talked about one-hit wonder authors. Like, that can totally be a thing. And totally, so totally. having read a second book by her, I was like, oh, she's capable of like coming, going over here and also going over here and like being crazy. And I love that. Um, but the second one I wanted to mention is one a author that I read two books of hers this year and only just experienced her this year. And that's Otessa Moshfeg, bitch. Oh. <laughs> I'm so excited to have we finally read this, her. We didn't do this segment this year. I mean, last year. No, we but never if we done. had, yeah. that would have been like the main one. I 100%. Because you discovered I read, her. Yeah. I read My Year of Rest and Relaxation and it changed the game for mm-hmm. me. And I love that she's kind of now a podcast author. She's like a you and me kind she's of She's the one. We haven't read all of her books, but like we are okay Doesn't with matter. that. Like I'm <laughs> we're, ready we're to there. experience more of her books and she's writing consistently. So we're like yeah, for the next little yeah. while at least we've got more coming, which yeah. is really exciting. And yeah, I just love, similarly to Sayaka Murata, I love that Otessa Moshfeg is not afraid to be weird and like gross yes, and kind of totally. like just bizarre Things in the best gross. way. Yeah. <laughs> And that's very much a thing with um, Sai Kamrata as well. Like for Earthlings, it was like, oh my God, what am I reading right now? But yeah, it was like, I'm kind of nervous sh- about that one. It was like shocking, but in such a like in- entertaining way, which sounds kind of weird. But uh, I found that with Otessa Moshfeg yeah. as well. It was just like Eileen was like, whoa, huh. wasn't ready so for that. So I'm looking up Sai Kamrata. Obviously, in the English world, in the West, she kind of blew up with convenience store. Woman. Yeah. That was the one where we all, where we're all like, whoa, okay, this is cool. Probably because uh-huh. it has such a good cover. But she has a lot of other books. Did you know about this? I haven't really looked into it, honestly, which makes Isn't me feel that really, really crazy interesting? Now. But let me guess, they haven't been translated, like none of them, no, at least not to English. This is, this is the scandal. Three of them have been. <gasps> oh my- <laughs> she has three other books we could read. One of okay. them is called... It really, it's like, gotcha. I'm ordering them right I'm now. I'm looking them <laughs> up immediately. <laughs> One of them's called A Clean Marriage. It's got a cool cover. One of them's called Faith. They all have ra- ratings similar to Convenience Store Woman. Like, she, I think she's a real hit or miss kind of an author, right? So she gets like really high and yeah. really low ratings. Um, what is a clean marriage about? I don't, I don't know. know, but I just need to interrupt for one second because she has a new book coming out in July and it's short stories. Oh. It's called Life Ceremony and I need it. <gasps> Ew, okay, and it so has that's... a picture of like hot pot on the front, but there's a heart in it. Like it's food, but also an actual heart. Oh, that's, she's so crazy. I love that. <laughs> oh man. So this is going to be one of our top, and we we're gonna talk about this in our next episode or first episode of 2020 I just books that are most it, but i need it <laughs> this is it life ceremony oh hey, that's my really god cool okay well everyone you don't have to join us while we google things <laughs> so uh i'll talk about the two authors that 
probably are not going to be a surprise, Raylene. Okay. Um, but the first one actually is very similar to what you were saying about how you feel about Sayaka Murata. Okay. And it's Hiroko Oyomada. So I bought two of her books at the same time, mm-hmm. The Hole and The Factory, because they yes. were both really short and they were both really beautiful. And then I read um, The Hole and it was such a gamble. I don't know why. I did, like, I do you know why I did that because <laughs> they were pretty. But like, I... Obviously, should have only bought one and then seen if I liked them. But thank, maybe I was right, though, because I got the vibes. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, no, I've got good vibes here. I read the whole and I loved it. And I'm so excited to read The Factory. And I'm so excited to, like, follow her career and see what mm-hmm. else she publishes. And, like, I've got my eye on Hiroko, you know? Mm-hmm. But then my other one is Lucy Maud Montgomery. I don't uh, need to go too deeply into that. this. But I just feel like a really deep bond with Lucy. <laughs> and <laughs> i've collected so many of her books in the last couple of months and just she i love that she's canadian and that she's from the atlantic it's mm-hmm. like obviously i'm living in nova scotia now and she's from pei um and she lived in pei for most of her life then she moved to toronto um because of interesting things that i'll read about in her biography one day yeah but yeah, like, I love that she's really Canadian, and I love that she writes about Canadian life, and that she wrote about these small towns and these, like, cute characters and stuff, but, like, with so much heart and depth. So, I'm, like, so excited to go deep. And one of yeah. my big goals, this isn't really a reading resolution, so I think I can say it in this episode, but one of my big, 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 big goals <laughs> next year, which was going to be a goal this year, but just because of COVID didn't happen um what is to go to green gables because it's like a five hour drive for me or four hour drive it's not even a big deal to go there um so i definitely want to do that in the summer just hug lucy spiritually you know oh that's beautiful (laughs) i love that and what's nice about that is that she has so many books for you to read oh my god yes i know the the it's unlike Orwell, where I have like such a limited amount or or jane austen where i only have a few left yeah with her it's like I probably will never read everything she wrote because she wrote so many short story collections yeah. and all sorts That's of stuff. Awesome. Okay. Well, our next section actually is favorite movies and shows. Oh, so fun. obviously this is a book podcast, but we also watch stuff. When we're not reading, what we're doing is watching TV and watching <laughs> movies. So it's kind of interesting when you think about it. It is pretty interesting. <laughs> so it's kind of harder for me this year than last yeah. year. Why is that? Like last year? I had N with an E in the Queen's Gambit. And I was like, gotcha. What else I'm is done. there? I know, <laughs> What right? else is there? This year, I mean, there's one standout guy, which I'm sure you're about to talk about, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm, yeah, I mean, the standout guy, I'm talking about this in the movie section. <clears throat> okay, okay. And that is Inside. Inside. Bo Burnham, Burnham. <laughs> obviously. Like, that is the number one thing I've watched all year. Like, without a doubt. Ugh, it has, God damn. It, it has, like, colored my life in so many ways. Like, I'm constantly listening to the songs. I'm constantly thinking about Bo and how smart he is. Like, I just, I freaking loved that special slash movie so much. Here's something weird, Raylene. What? Bo Burnham has a book. Yeah, Egghead, or does he have a new one? Egghead. Have you read Egghead? Yeah, I read Egghead in like 2015 or whenever oh, it came okay, out. Okay, okay, okay. I was going to say, we've never talked about his book on no, that's the podcast. True. Isn't that interesting? I haven't actually read it because obviously it's like an old poetry collection. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort well, because like back random. when I read it, it was like kind of random. Like it was just like, oh yeah, I love Bo Burnham. He makes cool videos. And then it was like, oh, he wrote a book. Okay, I'll read that. And then it was just like a passing thing in the night. But now I'm like, I should read that again. <laughs> <thing in the> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's funny though because we were talking about how long this episode's gonna be in the next episode and yeah. Raylene just texted me like here i made you some content <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i literally i i re- reference it quite a lot yeah um the, the other day you said something and i just responded to you i don't want to do that <laughs> It's like, not everyone will know that that's a, a reference to something, but oh God, we know it. Um, oh, we know. Oh, we, we know. know. I, I think on my Spotify wrapped, it was like, you're in the top 5% of people who've listened to Bo Burnham. And I was like, yeah, that is basically I know, all right? I listened and to And it gave year. us like a color aura and both of us had the color for silly, whatever that color was because of Bo Burnham. <laughs> that's really funny so yeah that oh, was that was my favorite quote-unquote movie Same. of the that year that was my favorite thing that was my favorite thing and i i'm gonna watch it all the time like it's it's just gonna be a thing that i always watch it's one of my favorites over now. and over baby over and over um but let's just swiftly move through the rest of my top yep. five movies i watched the invisible man like the new oh, yeah. one. Oh my god it was so good have you seen it no oh my god you should watch it it's <laughs> crazy like it's so not what you expect because you're like oh yeah it's like based on that book but then it's like no no it's actually kind of not (laughs) but it was like so twisted and strange and full of like i just never knew what was going to happen next and it was like shocking and crazy and really well acted and my god i love that movie um i also watched palm springs which i think you and i have talked about a little bit i rewatched it a couple of days ago and i was like yep it's as amazing as I remember. It's really good. It was so good. Like, it's funny because it's got Andy Samberg <laughs> and it's like goofy and strange. And it's got like, I don't want to tell him, like, talk too much about it because it's fun to discover yeah, the movie yeah. for yourself. But like, it's got all the elements, but it's also like weirdly deep, which I wasn't expecting. Yes. Um, yes. Then I also watched Minari. Yeah. I don't know if you watched that. I finally watched it. That was a mashed potato movie for me. <laughs> ah, yeah. Finally got around to watching it a few months ago and it was so beautiful so good and another mashed potato movie for me that i watched um in september when i was flying back home from seeing you i watched sound of metal finally i don't know if you've watched that is that the drumming one yes yeah that looks amazing everyone yeah everyone was talking about it but i couldn't figure out how to watch it and then i was on an airplane (laughs) and they had it on the plane and i was like (gasps) incredible i'm watching this right now i'm gonna be on this plane for five hours i may as well watch a couple (laughs) movies and it was it was phenomenal like it was so so good so I had a good good movie watching year, I guess, because I got those five. That's really interesting. Yeah. I really struggled with this. I don't know why. Like, you know that feeling when you're like, there's something I'm forgetting. That's the <laughs> feeling I'm having. I'm like, there's something I'm forgetting. Cause, yeah. Because it's not If you don't log me. things on a website, it's, sometimes it's problem. hard to remember. I used to have a spreadsheet yep. for movies, and then I just started using Letterboxd. And so it yep. was easy yep. for me to just pop over there to look. <sighs> the problem is I always, like... I will log it for a month, forget about it for three months, yeah. log for a week. Ugh, God damn it, Ariel. Like, together. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm um, obsessive. I'm like, I just finished a movie and I'm already on Letterboxd. Like, that's stupid. <laughs> um, okay, well, obviously, Inside by Bo Burnham, number mm-hmm. one. I won't go into it more, but it's the best thing. Thank it's you. It's the best thing we've ever seen. Okay. It's the best thing. <laughs> uh, the second movie I wanted to mention is dune which is funny because i didn't think i would care about well no i knew i would like it i just knew i would like it because i like timmy okay i like timmy chalamet (laughs) i knew i was gonna like the movie yeah um and i like denny villeneuve and i was like yeah i don't know probably cool i really love it i I think part of it is just that it's connor my boyfriend's it's connor's favorite book since he was like 14 He's read it over and over and over again. He was so excited about it. I probably saw the trailer for this movie like 40 times. He kept being like, 
want to watch the trailer for Dune? I'll be like, okay. <laughs> so I saw the trailer a million times. So by the time the movie came out, I had sort of gotten some of his excitement about it. I was like really looking forward to it. We watched it and I actually thought it was really, really cool. And I was like, this is actually, this was actually a really interesting, beautiful movie, like yeah. pretty spectacular and epic. Um, and then we watched it again a couple weeks ago. Connor's seen it four times. I've seen it <laughs> twice in theaters. Yeah. Um, and we watched it again like a couple weeks ago because it came out in IMAX again. Oh, also, this cool. was before Omicron. But I just want to mention that. But <laughs> we put our masks on. Um, but yeah, we so it came back to IMAX. So we were like, ah, oh, let's go see it again. And it was really good again. I was actually scared the second time because it's a pretty long movie. Yes, and I was like, long. and this time I'm not going to have the element of surprise. Like, am I going to be, like, am I going to fall asleep? But I didn't. I liked it again. I That's really liked that movie. I'm like, actually, it's really interesting. And I'm very excited for the next part. And I also quote it sometimes. Oh, wow. I really like that movie. It was great. The next movie. Oh, oh, I think I know what you're going to say, but just say it. The F word. (laughs) (laughs) Which, to be fair, is a rewatch. Yes. You didn't just watch it for the first time this year, right? No, 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 no. no. I saw that movie a couple years ago when it originally came out. So it's it's a rom-com, I guess, starring Daniel Radcliffe, Adam Driver, Zoe Kazan, um... Mackenzie Davis. Yes, it's, it's a an really, all a freaking amazing cast. <laughs> a great cast. And it's a really, really beautiful, beautiful movie. Again, it's about like, it's about relationships, but in a kind of a deeper way. Like it's similar to The Ghost in the House where it made me ask questions and ponder things that not very many other pieces of media are making me ask. You know, mm-hmm. like, can two people just be friends? And is it right. okay for them to be friends if one of them likes the other one? Or what if the other one likes the other one? Or what if you don't know who you like more? You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, these are really interesting questions. Yeah, and that's it's just true. so sweet and beautiful. I think I probably watched that movie six times this year. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know I why, that. but I want, I really wanted to shout it out because it was, like, my movie of the year. Even though it's not a new movie for that's me. Cool. It was, like, the movie that I watched. I, I feel like watching it right now. <laughs> I also watched it like within the past month because I it was funny I was thinking to myself I should watch a Christmas movie and then I was like or I could watch the F word instead what was the one you thought I was gonna say um it's funny because it's the other movie that I watched the same night I watched the F word I thought you were going to say um happiest, happiest season, season. <laughs> I was like are I you serious it. are I really you serious thought about right it now? but I was like I no I don't want to damage my reputation no. but I do freaking love the happiest season. Uh, <laughs> Moonstruck. The last one I had on my list <gasps> yes. is Moonstruck. This was such a great movie. Earlier this year, my family did a movie watching marathon where we each picked a movie we'd never seen before. So we were all kind of taking gambles. Yeah. And I picked Moonstruck and it was amazing. It's so funny. It's strange. It's a little bizarro. Like, you don't, you're sort of like, what's happening right now? I really love um, old Nick Cage. My old, old Nick Cage movies are just like, you never know what's going to happen. God, we love Nick Cage around yeah. here. Yeah, he's the best. He's so cool. God, you know what would be amazing? A Nick Cage memoir. <gasps> I would buy that in a heartbeat. 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 I don't care if it's $40. You'd have to read the audiobook, though. Oh, that's true. That's he would true. do it. <laughs> Let's convince him. You know, uh, what's, it, scare, it still scares me that you haven't watched National Treasure because I keep wanting to quote it to you. Don't. 
tell the people. Well, I'll out you too. She hasn't seen Charlie's Angels. So I feel like there. not watching Charlie's Angels is way more normal than not having watched National Treasure. It's just funny because like my perspective is so off because I grew up watching Charlie's Angels over and over. And yeah, over again. I mean, you I probably grew up watching it. National Treasure. I just did. I sure did. Yeah. It's but but like for me, it's funny because we we talk about Nick Cage all the time. So yeah. it's weird that you haven't seen national treasure whereas we don't talk about drew barrymore all of the time because i don't care about oh. drew barrymore i just <laughs> well, love charlie's point. angels <laughs> that's my point really that's my point well i am planning on watching the national treasure movies sometime before the end of the year possibly because i have a okay, week cool. off so just, the, just okay the nice okay yeah. very good very good all right let's talk so about calm down shows. <laughs> shows shows what do you got Okay, I'll try and blast through through them again. So I watched, I don't remember when I watched it, but I watched Made for Love. Have you heard of this show? It's mm-hmm. like a Hulu original, but it's also on Amazon Prime um, and stars Kristen Milioti, who is also in Palm Springs. I also right. love her. I think she's one of my new favorite actresses. She's just like oh. so great. And that show is so wonderful. It's also based on a book that I bought one time randomly, but I haven't read. Um, and it was just like so weird. I love something that's like a mix of sci-fi and just like contemporary right. and like weirdness. I love that. So that was a really fun show. I also got into Succession this year. Did you? I yes. didn't know that. Everyone's talking about Succession. Literally never once talked about it, but I was like in that You're world in. for a couple of weeks like oh, i was so so, so into it amazing show so amazing um okay. and i got into that because um jake and amir talk about it a lot yes, um, yes. <laughs> for people who don't know that's the only podcast i listen to um but yeah that show is like just superb um and then I've been throughout the past little while, I'm still currently watching both of these shows, so it's just like a passing thing, but I've been watching Gilmore Girls and also This Is Us, which I just started in the past Mm. couple of months. And those are just like, they're um, making me feel good, but also destroying me one episode at a time. (laughs) Like those shows are kind of, they go hand in hand in a lot of ways, but they're also like opposites in some other ways. So anyways, I'm enjoying watching both of those shows. I also watched Squid Game. Um, which was a huge show this year. That was like one of the shows of 2021. Yeah, and it was, was crazy good. I loved that show. Kyle and I watched the entire show in one evening. It was one of those types of things where you just can't stop watching it. And it was so, can't so good. Stop. Won't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> and the last show I wanted to give a shout out to is Arcane, which is another Netflix show. It's an animated series that is based on League of Legends, which is a video game that Kyle is obsessed with or has been mm-hmm. obsessed with as a, like since he was a teenager and whatever. So it's based on the lore of that of that game, or at least some of it. It's a very wide um, story type of game. Like there's a lot of different characters, but that show was so freaking good. And <laughs> they would release, basically how it worked is there was three weekends in a row where they would release three episodes. And so every week I was like, oh, I need it to be Saturday so I can watch more oh, Arcane. And it was so fun to like have something to look forward to. So I, I yeah. hope that Netflix does that kind of thing a little bit more frequently because it really got me jazzed. <laughs> and it was like a Saturday thing to do. It's like, we have to go watch our episodes. And it was so, so good. I really, really loved that show. So I highly recommend it. What did you watch? <laughs> well, I really struggled with it. I don't. I think I just did a lot of rewatching this year. Yeah, you know, because like when you I was like, oh, right. it was a hard well, year. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. I just watched the Queen's Gambit over and over again. But, <laughs> um, That's fair. 
the two shows that were new that I wanted to mention, the first one is the uh, season one of Ted Lasso. So this was definitely another one of the like shows of the year. I think a lot of people were talking about Ted Lasso this year. Yeah, definitely. John Green dressed up as Ted Lasso (laughs) in one of the videos. And it was so funny how accurate. It was so funny. It was so funny. (laughs) Um, It was it was during like Pizza Must when he had a mustache. Okay, that's perfect. I know it was. He fit that. (laughs) Um, But anyways. I haven't seen the second season and I keep hearing bad things about yeah, it. I'm so about that. I'm a little worried about that, but the first season really does like end in a way that it could have just been its own thing. Yeah. You know, like So you could just pre- never watch it. Is open two. in Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know if I will, honestly. But season it ends in a way that is obviously open for more, but it still also kind of is a thing so definitely still watch it if you guys are curious yeah. of about ted lasso it's so beautiful and it had done something that i really didn't see other shows doing which was just being really friendly and positive oh um, i love that in a really like cheerful way that makes you laugh and is really feel good and but not not dramatic and not cheesy it's i don't oh. know how they towed that line but they really did that's awesome and then the other one is one i don't think i've talked about on the podcast but me and my mom were binging it for right before oh, um, Christmas time and stuff. And it's The Great. Yes. It's so good. It's actually so good. And I feel like people are sleeping on that one because maybe because it's on Hulu. And like we don't have Hulu in Canada, but it's I think it's on Crave. Oh, God, I don't know. But it's phenomenal. Elle Fanning is so good in it. Nicholas Holt is so good in it. I but love so those are all the all the other characters are really, really good. It's so high budget. Like, the sets are stunning. The outfits, the makeup, the hair, the story. It's really good. And I was just like, how have I not seen this? That is so like, it's cool. I, sh- awesome. I really should watch that. I think you're convincing me. I need to you watch it. You should watch soon. it. It's funny and sassy. And, like, Elle Fanning is, like, such a rock star in it in, like, a really cool way. You see her go from, like, naive to wanting to take over the kingdom. You're just like, this is really cool freaking good it's really good that's awesome dude (laughs) (laughs) all right now let's move into book memories this is just a chance for us to talk about any bookish things that happened this year that were nice and for our future selves when we're 80 we can listen back and chuckle (laughs) oh god okay i don't really have anything good so i'll go first um I couldn't think of anything that was like a specific like cool book memory, but okay. in September I came and visited you, and <laughs> we had yeah, a really good time. Just in general, we, we had a great time. But one of my favorite things was going to chapters with you in Halifax. Oh my god, yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, we just—it was fun, particularly because there's not a lot of chapters left now. They're all turning into nope. indigos, which is it's just a dying like breed. A home goods store with a couple of books. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and so chapters was really fun to go to. And it was fun also because we recorded a an episode of the podcast while walking around chapters and we bought yeah. books and we ended up buying a couple of books that were the same books because we just like were yes. so excited. We bought mooncakes together and we bought a book called Stray. And um, 
we still need to read Stray, by the way. That's a 2022 thing. We're yes. going to do it. Um, but it was just so fun to walk around and do that with you. And I think every time we hang out, we need to do something like that again. Because we weren't just shopping. Like, we were, it was an event. It was. It was, it so, was fun. so much fun. That was episode 102. If anybody is curious, if you want to go and listen to Adventures from a Bookshop, probably the best episode we've ever made. I also put that on my list. Read. I put, went book shopping with old Raylene. <laughs> That's amazing. That's good stuff right there. But that chapter's trip really was one of the best book memories I have of the year, but also just general memories. Like like you said, we had so much fun going around and Mm -hmm. shopping and recording it made it silly. It was silly and the phone kept ringing. My God, what a weird day. Oh my God, yes. (laughs) Um... Okay, well, I have a couple written down. So, number one, I built my bookshelves. Ooh. I taught myself how to woodwork just so I could build these these bookshelves. And if people remember, like, the first few months of the year, all of my books were packed away. Yeah, you that remember was, that really? That was really sad times. You couldn't take pictures. You couldn't look at your books. Yeah. You couldn't, like, no. just grab something and read it. Exactly. It was really rough going. Um, and then finally I built the shelves and here they are. Um, number two, went book shopping with Old Raylene. Number three, <laughs> I went to some really cool bookshops in Portugal when I went. Oh, yeah. Going to that genuinely starting to feel like some sort of a weird fever dream. Like, like did that happen? <laughs> did it even happen? Because now, like, it was this period where COVID cases were pretty under control and everyone was getting vaccinated life was good we hadn't heard about omicron and then i came back and it felt like a week or two passed and suddenly the world's changed again and like i would never go to abroad now <laughs> so it's funny because at the beginning of covid the same kind of thing happened you like went to england and came oh back God, right before yeah. everything fell apart right before everything fell apart i keep getting you kinda lucky. got lucky you've been traveling very strategically <laughs> <laughs> But I did. I went to two really beautiful bookshops. One was called Livraria Lelo. I guess is how it's pronounced. Somebody said in one of my comments on on a video. Um, But that was so beautiful. And it was just cool to get to go to like one of the epic, iconic bookshops. But then also I accidentally went to the oldest working bookshop (laughs) in the world, which was epic. Um, And then the other one that kind of goes with that is that I got to go to Foils, my favorite bookshop in the world, my favorite bookshop in London. It'd been like so long since I'd been there and it felt like a dream to get to go back. Next, I blurbed Brenda Thumler's book, Delicate. That sort of happened like between 2020 and 2021 because it was like secretly I'd been doing it in 2020, but the book came out. But anyway, yeah, that was like literally a life highlight. I got to talk on Life's Library yeah uh, that was a big thing and then fun. i found out that life library is closing so i'm their last guest ever <laughs> oh that's so special <laughs> another lucky break i guess yeah i snuck in there um i got a first edition of animal farm oh, wow you have a lot of good book memories <laughs> i loved your reaction to that one and then the final one is one that i just learned about so when i was a kid excuse me when i was a kid one one of my favorite books was go dog go by pd eastman yeah i thought it i thought it was by dr seuss when i was a kid because it looks like all the dr seuss it was like me with are you my mother that was like my favorite book yeah but it's not they're not yeah isn't that weird (laughs) um but anyways i love that book and me and my my dad would read it to me all the time and we'd read it together I, my, one of my friends had a baby a couple of years ago and I bought them Go Dog Go because I was like, whoa, <laughs> your kid's going to want this great book. Yeah. And the kids are now like three and I just found out 
that this week, Go Dog Go is his favorite book. <laughs> he keeps asking his dad to read it to them and they read it over and over again. And his dad was like, I've had to read it like two or three times in a row to him because it's like <laughs> the only book he wants to hear about. He loves Go Dog Go. And I was like, that is so cool that I gave him a book he loves and he's a three-year-old baby. That's so cool. <laughs> That's cool, that right? awesome, man. That is really uh, cool. So there, those are some of my 2021 <laughs> book memories. Do we even know where we are? <laughs> I've lost all track of time. Um, okay, now it's time. It's so funny. I feel like we've been on such a journey, but now we're ending at the most exciting place. Can you imagine? We've only just hit the crescendo. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. I can't remember. <laughs> book stats, baby. Yeah, my charts. <laughs> it's time <laughs> to look at our charts. Okay, I'm looking. So... Here we go, Raylene. I think you should lead us through this. Um, basically, we have different categories on our spreadsheet, and we've gathered different statistics, and mm -hmm. we thought it would be fun to share with you all these statistics, and also, for some of them, compare them to last year. Yes. So this is tricky because some of this is um, coming into goals that we have, which we're going to talk about in our goals episode. Yes. Um, so. so I'll skip over some of them, but let's go over yep, maybe totally. genre. That could be a place to start. Um, yeah. This year, uh, I, there, I read a lot of different genres. So I won't talk about all of them, but I read 30% fiction, just like general fiction, 30%. which is somehow more than I thought it would be. In my head, I read oh. like no general fiction at all, but I guess I yeah. did. I read 21% general fiction. Yeah, that makes sense. Like a big chunk, but not like the hugest chunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I somehow managed to read 11% young adult. I don't remember reading young adult books, but apparently 11%. I'm like having flashbacks to last year because this is exactly <laughs> what you said last year. You I don't were like, know how, how did happened. I don't remember reading young adult. And then you start re flipping through and you're like, oh, I did read oh, yeah, autobiography. That one. Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and the other next biggest chunk, I guess, is bigger than young adult was manga. I read 13% manga this year, which I guess is because I did read the entire Goodnight Pun Pun series. So that's six right. books. That is like, okay, a, yeah. you know, ends up being that plus a few others makes it fairly large pie slice um so those are my biggest pie slices i got just a couple honorable mentions would be fantasy classics and graphic novels which were all seven percent and then everything else was just like one or two books so it's very small do, what do you have for that pie chart yeah so i have 20 percent adult is what i called it but it's okay. just like general yeah. fiction and then to counter that three percent young adult which means i only read one young adult yeah Achoo! <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, while you do that, I'm just gonna. <laughs> it's just the moment for sound. Yeah. Open the can, sneezing. Okay. Um, I read three point, also three point six percent poetry, which means I only read one poetry collection. <gasps> which is that right? I feel like it's right, and it's not what you wanted, but I feel like it is what happened. You're right. I'm just saying. That's I'm exactly in the same boat. My short story section Jeez. is 5%, which means it was very small. Wow. Okay. And so then what's interesting is 10% of my reading was classics. Whoa. Which last year, I don't even, I think I had like 1%. Yeah. I, well, I had 2% that were classics. So I read Whoa. a lot more classics this year in, in comparison. Um, 25% nonfiction. That's cool. Last year, I also had 25% nonfiction. Yeah, I feel like I remembered that for some reason. <laughs> and then my biggest category is graphic novels, of which I read 
35%. That so over me. a third of my reading is graphic novels. Last year, it was 39%. Oh my God. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Everyone, isn't that so interesting? <laughs> it is interesting. Last year, my fiction pie slice was 14%. So I've basically doubled okay. my general wow. fiction reading somehow. I don't know. I really don't know what happened. I went from 18% to 21%. So a hmm. lot of these things for me stayed pretty similar yeah for me but most of the classics yeah classics is the one that kind of grew a bit this this year that's interesting all right did you do a rereading versus first time reading i did i didn't really want to tell the people here (sighs) now because it's embarrassing because i failed my goal Um, but why don't you tell me what your reread pie slice looks like (laughs) i reread 3.6% 3.6% this year <laughs> and I for the first time I read a book 96% of the time wow <laughs> 96.4% I will say I did reread more than you that's at least yeah. something oh yeah I only reread one book yeah yeah it's nuts all right so you're gonna tell us about that in our next episode yeah right? I'll talk about that more because it's uh okay, it's okay, just okay, too okay. embarrassing to talk about right now did you do book format I did okay let's yeah. do that one next um where is it I have so many things. I can't wait to get to talking about the, the, the decades. That's a fun one. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Um, but as far as format goes, interesting. I didn't read a single ebook. I always think I'm going to, and then I just kind of don't. Um, I read <laughs> 75% physical books and 24.1% um, audio. So I think that's a little bit less that, Sorry, than I did. Sorry, how many percent was audiobook? uh 24 percent 24 wow a quarter so basically yeah a quarter that's interesting however last year it was 31 percent. so i did read a little bit less by audiobook which is interesting i did feel like this year i wasn't like constantly like i have to be listening to an audiobook i have to constantly Mm. be reading it every moment in my life i definitely did do it a little bit but not as bad as last year apparently because i know that's usually when i listen to audiobooks a lot it's just that i'm trying Mm. to fill my time my chart really changed oh my chart really changed. So, well, one thing I'd say the exact same is ebook. Last year I read one ebook. This year I read one ebook. So, ebook <laughs> this e-book? year makes up three point six percent of my reading. Um, it was the Bill Gates book, How to Avoid a Climate oh, okay. Crisis. I was like, Why did you read an ebook? I was sent an early version yeah, of it, that and makes so. Sense. The last year I was sent an early version of Delicate. So every time someone right. sends me a PDF, <laughs> I like end up, that's, that's my only ebook. But here's what the big difference is. Last year, audiobooks were 24% of my reading. Yeah. This year, 7%. Oh. <laughs> I guess it was two. <laughs> I felt like it was like really went down. It's, I mean, but it's all, that's only two books. That, yeah, exactly. Wow. Everything else. So only three books. One was an ebook. Two were audiobooks. The rest were physical books. Wow. And I'm just sort of like, whoa. You know I what I think happened? I think we didn't want to listen to audiobooks this year because we just wanted to listen to Bo Burnham singing instead. You might be right about that, honestly. <laughs> like, that is like that's possibly the smartest thing I've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I honestly think you're right. Yeah. I honestly think you're right. What can I say? Um... I just okay so la- I actually really remember last year when I went on this big like stretch of listening to audiobooks yeah I was playing a lot of Animal Crossing mm, that's true and I was laying out in the sun a lot 
and it, this was in British Columbia. Yeah. Then I moved here and I wasn't playing a lot of Animal Crossing because I don't really have a TV where I was playing that. And then I had gotten used to playing it on a TV, so I didn't play it handheld anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it was just like I it got out of the things. rhythm of yeah. doing of playing games while listening to audiobooks. And then secondly, because I just moved to this new house, I didn't I don't have um like a nice area of my lawn to hang out yet right. in the sun. Yeah. I need to build a porch before I can lay yeah. outside. <laughs> and so and so I didn't really do that so that those those same settings weren't there you yeah. know they weren't in place your environment affects how you read apparently yeah totally. <laughs> um okay decades let's do decades decades yeah and then after that i think we should do rating do you keep track of your rating yes. in your spreadsheet yes, yes, okay yes. Yep. so decades which for some reason i call era in my <laughs> in my spreadsheet <laughs> <clears throat> doesn't surprise me at all it's kind of funny to look at it because i'm like is this what i wanted to do and it's like whatever it's what happened so 47 percent of my <laughs> reading was from the 2010s which a lot of that to be fair 47? was like 2019 oh, so it's like yeah. on the cusp but a lot of 2010s a lot of things you know in like the 2000 and um like 13 and onwards kind of era so anything that, that actually fits- is interesting we we started tracking this slightly partway through the year I mean, we went back, obviously, and yeah. made it for all of the books. But I remember, Raylene, you were like, we should be tracking, like, what decades we're reading them from. Mm-hmm. And so, like you're saying, it doesn't really matter. Like, it's it wasn't like we wanted to read a certain thing. But, no. it's, like you said, it's just interesting. Yeah, it's like I didn't realize that almost half of my reading was from books that came out, you know, exactly. like, in the past 10 years-ish. Um, but then, however, 32% was from the 2020s, which was very shocking to me in a way. Because I'm like, am I reading that many new books? Like, oh. that means books from 2020 and 2021. That's only two years. Right. And somehow that makes up right. such a big pie 30%. slice. Like, that's right. more right, shocking right, right, right. than the 47% yeah. of 2010s, because that's a whole decade. This is only two years. So I don't <laughs> really know how that happened, because I don't find myself to be a person who reads a lot of like new books but i think yeah. the audiobooks that i read this year kind of helped with that like i okay i was like oh that sounds like a cool book i'll listen to it on audio but so yeah that is kind of surprising and then most of the slices are quite small but the next largest one is the 2000s of which i read eight books i read eight books from the 2000s oh, wow. i'm so excited to tell you mine yeah we have a very different list <laughs> i'm very intrigued to hear yours let's hear it <laughs> Well, you said you had, sorry, you had 30% 2020s? 32, yeah. I have 60%. <gasps> what? Okay, that's extra surprising. What the hell did you read? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, here, so here actually is the answer. It's actually, there's actually a very interesting and direct okay. correlation. Yeah. As we know, I read 35% graphic novels oh. and a lot of the graphic novels are new. They only came out in the oh, last year or two. Okay. So that is interesting. So that's that's kind of the big chunk is the graphic novels. Okay, I didn't see that coming. Um and so some of them I'm like maybe they did come out in 2019 and I put them in 2020 instead, but that would have been the 2010s. And then the 2020s is another 25% of the chart. Yeah. So if you add 25 to the 60, that's, that's like 85%. my that's 85% of my reading are books that came out in the last 20 years. That's which is crazy. Plus 12 no, years specifically even. the last 12 years. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Like that's so interesting. So then I have 
3%, which is just one book from the 2000s, 3% from the 1800s. At that point, <laughs> I was like, I'm ditching decades. Generalize, yeah. Because um, it was Emma. And then two books, 7% from the 1900s, which mm. were Anne of Green Gables and uh, 100 Years of Solitude. Very interesting. <laughs> I'm I'm honestly shocked by this chart because I completely agree with you. I don't think of myself as a person who's like always reading new releases. Yeah, like but clearly I am. Clearly by I accident. am that person. We didn't even I'm, mean to. We're not like up with the accident. trends. We're just happened to be reading them somehow. We're not e- yeah, we're not even okay. So somehow we're not reading the books we think we're reading, but we're also not getting the benefit of being up with the trends. We're just useless. What the hell? We're just. <laughs> useless that's how we should start all the podcasts that's part of our endless shame for not reading those books we were supposed to read or whatever oh man all right so rating yeah rating rating? i think this is really a fun one too where did i put it so my ratings are fun because this chart looks the craziest out of all my charts mine yeah mine almost looks like like a peace symbol but then not like i've got a couple of big chunks and then lots of small chunks so what, I'm just curious. What's your biggest chunk? Four stars. Me too. 40% okay. for mine. 37% for Okay, me. pretty Very close. Similar. What's your second largest one? Three stars. Hey, me too. 31%. 30, 33%. Hey, We're living so a similar life. Pretty much. Okay. And then the next biggest one for me is five stars, which is 15%. Oh. So like significantly smaller. Significantly. Yeah. I have two that are tied. <gasps> um... Five stars and two stars are Ooh. both tied at eleven percent. Very interesting. Yeah, so, my next my next one is two, and then I have three point five and one. <laughs> I did rate <laughs> a couple of things three point five because I'm in charge of my life. <laughs> I can rate things whatever I want. But I love one, that. my one star is only one percent, which means it was one book. That's so cool that at one percent for you means one book. I know. I really like books. that. Ooh. And it's funny because it was 100 years of solitude. (laughs) I Um. have um, only, oh no, I have two books at at one star. Oh, okay. This is my last one. I don't know if you have one for this too, but mine is Source, which is kind of like format, but not. Um, And so for me, it's like, I, I had I read seventy eight percent books that I own. Oh, this is really funny. Yeah, this was actually hilarious. I Why? didn't mention this because <laughs> this is kind of silly. It's just a hundred percent books I own. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I love that for you. That's so nice. I wish mine was a hundred percent. That is the way I want to be. Like that's what I mean. It's a goal for twenty twenty two. So I won't get into it. But I would love to read mm. more books that I own and um so for me it was yeah 78 percent owned 12 percent from the library 70 percent audiobooks that i got from scribd and then three percent books that i borrowed from people okay so gotcha. that was my that's kind of cool though i yeah. like i like that you that we chart that i didn't mention it because like i said it's, <laughs> it's a stupid chart <laughs> just for me it's a circle <laughs> <laughs> that's fun oh. well, that's fun i love that i love going through our stats people seem to be curious about our stats a lot of the time so i feel like yeah totally um the the final stat we're not sharing today is our country where are where are the books that we read coming from and this is a tantalizing spoiler for our next episode or the first episode of next year because it links to our resolutions it does so all right we did it really this was our massive massive wrap-up it was so fun it was so 
fun. We hope that all of you listening had a really fun reading year and we're really grateful to all of you for kind of sharing it with us. Mm-hmm. Whether that meant that you listened to the podcast and hung out with us or you ever commented on one of our photos on Instagram or shared a photo of the books that you're reading with us anywhere um, or sent us a letter. Whoa, maybe you're one of those fancy people that sent us a voice clip for our book <laughs> for our book club episodes. <laughs> yeah. um, or, of course, if you were a patron, we're so grateful to all of you. We had a great like reading year with you guys. Like this 100%. podcast is such a highlight um, for both of us getting to hang out with everyone and tell you about what the hell we're reading. And we're super, we definitely want to do like an extra special shout out to all of our dust jackets on Patreon Mm -hmm. because it's let us be able to like do this really consistently, make sure that we have this episode out for you every single week and make bonus stuff. And it's just been really awesome. So thank you to everyone. Oh, I was going to mention just, (laughs) I feel everyone will allow me a small plug. (laughs) Of Um, course, honey. Because it's the end of the year, I wanted to mention that if you want to join our Patreon, if you've thought about that, you can actually do an annual membership. It doesn't have to be at the end of the year, but maybe if you were like, oh, that is something I'd sign up to do in maybe in January, you could join our um, annual membership. And then that means that you actually get a month or maybe a month and a bit for free. So there you go. Just thought I'd plug that. It's in the, it's in the show notes. So's our merch. (laughs) um (laughs) just a little plug between friends yeah but yeah so we have another episode coming out before the other before the end of the year that is our book club eileen episode yeah and a christmas book haul because we both celebrate christmas so (laughs) we got some books to talk about yeah um plus we did something really fun this year we reached out to you guys and we asked you how you felt about like how was your reading year so we're gonna go over that in another episode in the book uh hall episode talk about your reading and like looking at your statistics is very interesting like the genre that you guys read the most and stuff like that so that'll be really fun and then in 2022 we'll be back with wow we didn't i don't think we were taking a break this year really we're just plowing on through go 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 (laughs) go 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 next year we'll talk about our reading resolutions and like we're so effing excited about that <laughs> episode. Like we've yeah. been scheming, scheming away. So yeah, it'll be fun. Ah, end of the year, fun, very fun. I don't have anything else to say. I, I'm talked out. I'm talked. It's one a.m. I was gonna say it's so so late. <laughs> I'm going to bed, ladies. It's crazy that we're doing this right now, but it was oh, fun. Man, we're almost All there. Right. Happy New Year, everyone. We're just Happy about there. Happy New Year. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Whatever you celebrate, I hope it's going great. Mm-hmm. And we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.